Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, great to be with you. Jeff Hunt here, Chief Wagon Boss of the Frontier Freedom Hour, running the board for us. As always, Michael Geronimo Arpaio and Jamie Erker, the Mighty One, Communications Director for the Centennial Institute. Friends, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. Friends, Mike Johnston, as you know, we've covered on this show, has now come out with a plan to essentially declare emergency on the homeless issue in the state of Colorado, or at least in the city of Denver. And you've seen a number of articles about the fact that homelessness is increasing in this state. It's not getting any better. Mayor Hickenlooper, 2006, saying he's going to eliminate homelessness in 10 years, which, Paul, would have put you out of a job which probably would have been good. I think you want to be out of this job, right? If you could. I mean, Paul Skiddo, executive director of Step Denver. If we could get to a place where there are no more homeless men to try to serve, that would be a good thing. But uh, Mayor Hickenlooper, 2006, says he's going to do it in 10 years, doesn't do that. Then Mayor Hancock comes along. The problem gets worse and worse. And now it seems like we're at record homeless in the city of Denver. And people... You drive by these homeless encampments, people living in tents, and I think you have one. There's traditionally kind of one of two ways you look at it. If you're in the libertarian perspective, you go, well, that's people choosing to live their lives that way. We're not going to do much about it. You have the leftist perspective that says, well, the government will step in to fix this problem. And I think many of us that are Christian conservatives look at this and go, the best organizations to serve this are not to just let people do what they want, not to build a government program that's not really accountable, but incredible faith-based, civil society, caring for these people, organizations like Step Denver stepping in to help them transition and give them lifelong skills to address this. So we want to jump right into this. Paul Skidos, the executive director of Step Denver has been there since 2016. He previously served as Step Denver's director of programs, bringing extensive experience and expertise to the addiction recovery community. We want to help people. You guys seem to be actually helping people, right? Fill us in. What is Step Denver doing? Well, Jeff, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Great seeing you again. Yeah. Step Denver is a men's residential addiction recovery program that gives men with nowhere else to turn the opportunity to overcome the consequences of addiction through a program that's based on sobriety, work, accountability, and community. Those are our four core principles. It is our belief that the consequences of addiction are many of the things you just illustrated. Homelessness, loss of job, loss of financial stability, loss of family or other outside support, usually some sort of criminal background uh, involvement. And many men end up on the street. As a matter of fact, studies done by SAMHSA, the Conference of Mayors, NIDA, NADAC, show that 70% of the people on the street are men. 
and 70% of those are there because of the disease of addiction. Wow. So what Step Denver is doing is we are focusing on the largest population of individuals that need services, right? And so our program is based on the idea that if you want to rebuild your life, your family, your employment, your spiritual growth, that starts with the cessation of using drugs and alcohol, right? Sobriety has to be the foundation upon which you rebuild your life. But Paul, the mayor's saying we need to get people right into housing. Housing first, a thousand people. We're going to build tiny homes. We're going to ask developers to be able to put homes there. We're going to open up hotels, motels, those types of things. Get people into a house first, and then we can address these issues. What say you? I have concerns about that, Jeff. We saw this in San Francisco not too many years ago. Uh, They built these apartments. They took people from the street, put them in the apartments. There were no expectations on their part that they were going to stop using, that they were going to work, that they were going to save money, that they were going to deal with any criminal background issues they had, and they were just allowed to live there. By and large, the majority of them continued the life they were living on the street just now within four walls. And what we saw from a number of studies was that 40% of those people died, which is horrific, Jeff. 40% 40%. of them died because of overdoses or other physical health issues related to addiction. The other problem with housing first without any sort of off-ramp, right, an expectation that an individual is going to move to self-sufficiency is you compound the cost year over year. Hmm. We're going to take a 1,000 people off the streets this year and put them into homes. Then we're going to take another 1,000 next year, another 1,000 the next year, right? You see where I'm going with this. So each year you compound the cost plus inflation. Hmm. And at what point does that become economically unsustainable? Right. Giving someone a house without the expectation that we believe you can take care of yourself and giving the individual the assistance, the services, but the accountability that says you need to hit these goals and milestones so that you get off of our help so that we can help the next person at the same cost. Wow. And those costs are, like, as you mentioned, compounding. I did a little math here. Channel 4 reported, I think they're spending roughly $225 million or something like that to address homelessness. Um, They And then per person came out to roughly $50,000 that the city is spending to try to, per person. But the issue is you couldn't even just give them the cash because – they would probably kill themselves with that exactly. amount of cash, right? Exactly. Jordan Peterson talks about this, that that if they had that, they would embrace a lifestyle that would likely lead to their death because they would have the money to buy so many drugs. And, and this alcohol, is what right? we saw in San Francisco, right? When you gave someone a house, they have a NEBT or food card. You know, they're collecting a government check for disability or some other form of payment, that money is being used to, to feed their addiction, right? And the Common Sense Institute put out a report 
just recently that said it's anticipated that next year that number will be five hundred and forty five million dollars. Wow. Five hundred and forty five. So they're nearly gonna double it from Again, what they're already spending. This is the objective report of the Common Sense Institute yeah. projecting figures based on what we've seen historically and what these plans are that are coming out. It, 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 it's generating a dependency class. I studied homelessness when I was in seminary, took a whole class on it, and we studied the history of it. It was 50s or 60s, and it's great to have an expert. Paul Scudeau, who is with Step Denver, executive director in here, to be able to discuss this because you look at this problem and you want to solve it, and the history of it is fascinating. In 50s, 60s, they called it a hot and a cot. Mm-hmm. You know, they created these programs, and it generally it was a place for you to stay, young men to be able to stay. They were going through homelessness get a hot shower, have a place to sleep, get a hot meal, but you are out working. You're expected to outwork. Exactly. Now we have this culture, like you just mentioned in San Francisco, that literally the government's gonna take care of you entirely, and if you add addiction into that, they're just essentially feeding the addiction. Well, the they're cause is addiction, it. Jeff, right? The, the main yeah. driver is addiction, but they don't wanna look at that. There has been a shift in our social narrative away from a values-based community to one that says you are a victim, right? It is trauma, mental health, it is abuse, it is the economy, it's the cost of housing. This is not your fault. We're obligated to take care of you and everyone deserves a home, right? My belief is everyone deserves the opportunity to work for a home. And that empowers them, right? And I want to get into this in future segments. So a guy walks in to, to your uh, program at Step Denver. What happens? Kind of the steps that you take through for somebody. But the key being, and do you have a relationship with the city? Does the city help fund you guys at all? No, we take zero government zero. money. Zero. Uh, local, city, state, federal, no government money. Because along wow. with government money, comes government strings yeah they're going to tell you who to serve how many to serve what the demographics are how you're going to do it how you have to report your outcomes and many organizations that are trying to do good work are taking government money and they are finding that it is very difficult to sustain quality services because you're always chasing the money What's the flavor of the day? Is it opioid epidemic? Is it meth? Is it fentanyl? Is it is it uh, gender gender specific programming? Is it demographic? Right, you get it. Right, I'm singing to the choir. Well, and and they can even address who you're hiring. That happened with the Denver Rescue Mission. So uh, we're talking with Paul Scudo, executive director of Step Denver, about this homeless problem we're facing in Denver. State of emergency, top issue that the mayor is trying to take on. And guess what? He's not going to be able to address it. That's what I'm putting my dollar on, that we're going to continue to have this problem. But Step Denver, which doesn't take any government funding, which is fascinating to me, actually can solve this problem. They've got a great history of it. So for those of you like me that look at this and go, we have compassion for the poor. I'm not going to let people die in the streets addicted to drugs. Step Denver can actually address this. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We'll be right back after these messages.